You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. I want to thank Paul Roberts for guest hosting for me last week while my wife and I were on a short vacation to very hot Las Vegas. It's great to be back here. John Elston, founder and CEO of Yo Dog Marketing, is our first guest. He's in the studio. Welcome to the studio, John. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for having me. uh, It's a pleasure to have you here. You know, this show is brought to you by our advertisers, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, S&H Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, and Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and UPS Protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs who are running middle market firms, to improve your decision-making skills. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Rick Franzi. CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle. On your favorite podcasting software, type in these four words, Critical Mass Radio Show, so you don't miss any episode of our program. And you can also check out our YouTube channel, which is Richard Franzi. You know, digital is what's in these days, right, John? And with everything going digital and online, <clears throat> I can only imagine what the limits are. Yodog Marketing offers a new approach to marketing through your team genius and your passion for digital marketing. And we're yeah. going to talk about that on the show today, okay? Can't wait. All right. Well, but before we do that, tell me a little bit about Yodog Marketing. Well, Yodog Marketing uh, was founded back in 2010, the world's worst economy and probably not the best time to ever start a business. I started business in 2008. Ru- yeah, wow. See, I had a vision. That. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm, with you. I'm with you, brother. So, But I'll tell you what was available in 2010 was human capital. Human capital yes. and access access to talent. Uh, so I took big advantage of that. I left a, a corporate job uh, that I had been uh, one of the, the world's largest hotel management companies. Oh, wow. Uh, and... Started Yodog in 2010, and the best thing about it was access to talent. I'm going to talk a little bit about that today and okay. how in this shrinking job market, it's still so important to do that. But right. Yeah, so we started in 2010. We're a full-service digital agency. Uh-huh. Um, you can no longer just get away with your business and just having a website. It used to be the way that it was. You could just have a website, throw right. it up, and, and market yourself. A lot of other things going on now with online advertising, obviously the social media platforms and things like that are. So so why the move from the profession, the career you were in, to this yeah. field? Well, you know what? It's it's really interesting. My job uh, and my career and what I was tasked to do at this uh, very large hospitality company was to drive top-line revenue. And I noticed back in, gosh, starting around 2005, the conversion happening from uh, call centers, direct sales teams, it was all merging and converting to online. And what I was doing without knowing it is I was actually inventing Yodog while doing my other job. <laughs> nice, huh? I didn't, yeah, yeah, right. Other people's time and money, right? right yeah. But No, that was my job was to, uh, to figure out how to take advantage of this transition. And at the time, I had no idea that it was going to be a revolution. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was. It's, it's the last revolution in advertising and marketing since uh, the late 60s. You know, I might be wrong on this, John, but it seems to me that in the industry that you were into, they were very much embracing digital platforms ahead of a lot of other industries, right? The hotel, the, the hospitality field. Yes. And so you, you really did get a lot of great experience because they were sort of being pushed there and, yeah. and what ran there. Absolutely. Our business, the hotel business, is not known for being rocket science. It's a very straightforward hospitality, and that's why it's, it's a hospitable business. Mm-hmm. Um, hot food, hot, cold food, cold, clean rooms, uh, and service. But we did seem to get out in front of that uh, a little bit mm-hmm. from the digital standpoint. But still, the reason, Rick, that getting back to Yodog and why I did this was it was solving a problem. And the problem was, even though from a hospitality standpoint and digital marketing was strong, nobody was doing it inclusively. So you'd go to one agency and they'd build you a website. You'd go to one agency and they'd do some advertising for you. Then you'd go to another agency. So as the uh, executive vice president of this company, I would get these CEOs together every year in a room and talk about my plan and say, you guys got to get together. Right. This is, you're all fighting against each other, and yeah, this is one mission, share. my revenue. Right. Right? It should for be sure seamless wallet. across the platforms, right? Exactly. And I, year after year, they wouldn't do it. So we started to take that talent in-house, recruiting our own, uh-huh. and then I would let an agency go because we learned how to build websites. Okay. And then we learned how to do social media. So at the time, then as I'm working through my contract uh, with my employer, by the time I was at the end of my contract, I had done it. I'd brought everybody in house. <laughs> and I said, you know what? It's going to be really hard to walk away from 28 years 
worth of uh, loyalty and time and, right. and, and a paycheck to start your own company. And I did to fix a problem, and uh, we haven't looked back. Five years later, we just celebrated our fifth anniversary. Well, congratulations on that. That's a major milestone. Thank so you. Yes, be it commended, is. Especially <laughs> in the face of what you started. Right. I choose to believe companies that started in that time frame are going to be great companies because you had to just be great to survive. Right. You couldn't just be good. I appreciate that. No, it's, uh, it was a different time, and I think uh, knowing that we made it through those hard times make these yeah. evolving times better. Feels good, huh? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So. What type of clients do you help? Well, we are um, we're multifaceted. Uh, we try not to stray too far away from what we know, and that's travel, hospitality, restaurants, country clubs, wineries. So really, the service industry, but also knowing that um, emerging markets are influential to digital and 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 still kind of a an empire that hasn't been, I guess. Uh, exploited mm-hmm. uh we're doing some emerging market stuff with with other countries we're doing um so healthcare. what do you mean by emerging markets so i mean uh for example uh travel is up so you're looking at uh, we're watching even the currency and the dollars as occupancies go up and down a large part of our occupancies in the united states are world travelers mm. even though with the lack of strength in the dollar we're still getting a lot of business from canada so we're doing marketing internationally canada mexico um some in europe some in china and japan okay but the reality is is that we also know that we didn't want to have all of our eggs in one basket the hospitality business is very cyclical yes and about every five to seven years as our cycles go so does that business so we've surrounded ourselves with about eight or nine other vertical markets okay. uh and and businesses and uh yeah those are financial automotive healthcare, legal we, we we really do run the gamut but we try not to get too far away from what we're really good at all right we're talking with john elston he is founder and ceo of yo dog marketing i enjoy it when i have companies and leaders and founders of companies that are either technology companies or whose business model is heavily dependent on technology mm. for a couple of reasons one is the rate of change is faster than any other industry. Everybody thinks they're in effect, but my sense is technology. And I, I find it fascinating because as your clients hear about new technologies, they must be, and I've asked this of many CEOs of technology companies, coming to you saying, well, what about Periscope? What about other tools, right? Yeah. So you have a, a great challenge, I think, which is to manage their expectation to give them an ROI, right? I do. I have a responsibility to keep them ahead of the curve. And that's a tough job because there are so many platforms. There are so many opportunities. Everybody has an app these days that is going to do something to help you or make your life easier. And that's not always the case. So you've got to be able to identify uh, an Instagram uh, like Facebook did, paid $1 billion pre-revenue because they realized the importance of digital imagery and that people were no longer reading the texts. They were clicking on links on Twitter. They were looking at pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's our job to be out ahead of that and to identify and beta test things like Periscope, Mm -hmm. um, which is a a great new media platform for for people to get exposed. I I saw the headline of an article that said major sports... And enterprises yep. are looking at Periscope yep. is how do we use that? So it's an, an technology can be an enabler. And what I think is fantastic, it's really lowered the price of entry yep. and the barrier to entry for small and middle market companies. Absolutely. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's impacting the millennials. It's impacting the baby boomers. Um, it's, it's not just the high school kids anymore. Uh, going to Snapchat, there's big marketing behind it, and there's lots of subscriptions, and it's a good place to be. Right. Okay. We're going to take our first commercial break here. We're talking with John Elston, founder and CEO of Yo Dog Marketing. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere if you're listening to us live here on octalkradio.net or listening to us on one of our iTunes, on one of our, yeah, platforms like iTunes, right? Because I want to ask him specifically how you help your companies, the services that you provide, and how you're able to get them to reach their targeted audience, okay? Yep. So you don't go it. anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back with John Elston after these words from our commercial sponsors. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Are you looking for your successor? 
someone as dedicated and experienced in their field as you? Executives Unlimited delivers the top executive talent you need for your company's long-term success. 98% of our clients re-engage us for additional hires and over 90% of the executives placed by us since 2007 are still in their positions or have been promoted. That's twice the industry's average retention rate. How do we do this? Dedication. Executives Unlimited believe success isn't success until it's long-term. Call us to invest in your long-term success. 562-627-3800 or visit us at executivesunlimited.com. Let our long-term success leverage yours. Award-winning photographer David Moyle has more than 16 years of experience creating unique and riveting photography for his clients. Whether your business is an international corporation or a small business, David Moyle's photography can make you stand out. Visit www.davidmoyle.com or call 714-272-2284. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Frenzy. John Elston, who is founder and CEO of Yo Dog Marketing, is here. And before the break, John, I said I was going to ask you, you know, there are... The good news is there are so many options, and the bad news is there are just so many options. Right. I mean, talk to me about how Yo Dog Marketing helps your clients kind of figure that out. Well, that's a great question because it's one of the first things that we're asked by the clients. They want to be involved in everything, right? right? So they start off with a very long list of how they want to use their time, their resources, their money, where they think they should be, and we quickly evaluate their business through something we call uh, an optimizer, kind of a fancy word for pre-application or survey. And we go through and we optimize the business for social and for digital. Um, we generally know that the end result is to make the cash register ring. So if that cash register is ringing through a web Website or through e-commerce, we basically go in and set up the website first because you got to have that done. You got to have it polished, ready to go. And one of the things that we're out ahead of and have been now for almost four years building responsive websites so okay. that they're visible on all of your handheld smart uh, phones, your tablets, and the screen flexes and fits to mm-hmm. the size of of whatever device you're on. Um, Next, when that used to be enough uh, not that long ago to just have a website, now with the breakthrough of social media, online advertising, um, app creation, you've kind of got to find the right formula. And video? Use of video? Video is king. So when you... you we talk a little bit more here towards the last part of this segment. Uh, I'll just tell you now. It's content, content, content. Our attention spans are shrinking as uh, Americans. I'm sorry, what did you say? I wasn't listening. (laughs) That was a joke. No, no, I got it. I wasn't either. (laughs) What was I saying? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So, no, but our attention spans are short. And for the first time, uh, the axis is crossed of the app and the platform that people check first in the morning when they get up. It's now Instagram. Really? used to be Facebook. Right. So not near as many members yet, although Facebook owns Instagram, that crossover there because people like the visual stimulation of imagery. Mm -hmm. Um, Video is going to be stepping into that role as we get into 216, 17, and 18. So production of video is going to be king, and that's content. Right. But bad video is worse than a bad picture, right? I mean, you can get a bad image and get by with it, but if if your video... People are, they seem, to me, people seem to be a lot less patient with video than other forms of digital communication. I'll tell you what's helped us out with bad video, um, reality TV. Really? Reality TV has helped us out with, you know, reality video. Sometimes people would rather have a natural video shot by a content user than a highly overproduced piece of video. Okay, so real. There are, uh, yes, real, Right. right in the moment and produced by someone that they trust, Okay. which we know. From what we do, that fans, listeners, uh, users of our websites believe about 20% of what we tell them and 80% of what others tell them about okay, our business. Okay, so social credibility then. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So really important, and that's where the video part comes in because we've just made Insta you know, producers and uh-huh. videographers out of everybody in the country. So the goal is is to lasso that content, get that into some type of format that can be presented. And but it still has to be interesting, right? It has and to it, be interesting. In the very beginning, it has to be. It almost yeah. seems like you have to be more interesting in the beginning because once you keep them for a while, they'll maybe suffer through a little bit more. But if you're boring in the beginning, I'm you're gone. Done. I'm you're done. Six seconds, whatever, you're I'm out done. of there, right? Yeah. 
There's a, there's a little simple DNA to remember, a DNA of social media and especially video. We call them the two E's and the two C's. We have a responsibility to kind of rotate these two E's and C's as we're providing content. And it's very simple. If you can educate people, they're going to follow you. If you can entertain them, they're going to follow you even more. If you can ask for collaboration and ask for their opinion, it's going to be a home run. Lastly, just communicating. So communicate, collaborate, entertain, and educate. And if you can get those four mixes going, you will you'll grow your, your market share, you'll grow your listeners, you'll grow your followers. And uh, that's one of the things that doesn't matter what your business is. If you own a donut shop or you're a thoracic surgeon or you're uh, a bowling champion, as long as you're teaching people maybe how to bowl mm-hmm. and then showing them a little bit of entertainment and fun that could be trivia, and then collaborating. Ask about their bowling game. So so how, when I don't disagree with anything you said, and as I told you before the show started, this is very timely because it's top of mind. I just had a, a collection of business owners, and we were talking about this very topic this morning. I mean, how do you take content creation and education and convert that into uh, how do you monetize that? Yeah, that's a great question because one of the things that has been very tough for agencies like ours and a hard thing to swallow for CEOs and CFOs uh, is your return on investment from social. The great thing about technology is we can track movement in just incredible, unusual ways to follow people back in the channel process of where they came in. Did they finish the buy? Most importantly, what we can do is we can take that person on a marketing to one level. So when you get to that spot where you're going to hit your credit card, Uh but you don't and you bail out, we're able to tell you that and we're able to serve you up an ad that maybe then offers you a discount. Oh, me as the user. You as the user. So, wow, they didn't click yes. So that's when you'll see some retargeting being done. And the next time you go on, you'll see that hotel room for maybe 10% less. Okay. Now doesn't always work that's not the best i'm not recommending that to get a discount but as far as monetizing it really is marketing to one so we are able to track where the hesitation is in the buy where the acceleration is in the conversion and then put more gas on that fire that seems like one of the differentiators uh, i'm talking with john elston he is founder and ceo of yo dog marketing one of the advantages inherently in digital is this iterative ability that you have real time almost yes. or semi real time to adjust your messaging right Absolutely. And it's one of the great things that comes uh, from the client side is, like I said, if you if it's not working, you take your foot off the gas. If it is working, you put more gas on the fire. It doesn't work that way in traditional advertising. You've got to commit to buys and media purchases, sometimes months and years in advance, uh, in order to, to get out to the public. So you're a digital marketing agency, Yo Doug Marketing, but do you ever... Uh, recommend clients use print or traditional media for any reason? Absolutely. You do? Absolutely. And I think that uh, even though advertising dollars are shifting over and we're now getting the lion's share in digital, budgets are shifting over to digital, campaigns still need to be in some of the traditional formats. Okay. Okay. Uh, So a traditional agency and a digital agencies are working together now every day to get the best results for clients. So it's a little bit of both. Okay, so I remember traditional media having a problem because as they converted their traditional dollars to digital dollars, they were like digital dimes and pennies for dollars. Is is that from a buyer's perspective then an advantage because you can your reach, etc., can be multiplied because the investment is lower than maybe in traditional? Absolutely. Absolutely, and that's part of what we're tasked with. Um, it's real easy to buy keywords if you have a hotel in Napa and you're going to buy the word wine or Napa Valley. <laughs> yeah, if you've got the but, money. Right, that's the problem. So you've got to have creative ways to say, what are people really searching for? What mm. word can I buy that people are still looking for and not spend all of my customers' budget in one click? How do you determine? How, how, do, how does your, I don't want you to give away any uh, <laughs> secret sauce, right? Yeah. But I mean, generally speaking, that's sort of like the holy grail for many middle market companies is figuring out what are people using to find me. It is. It's, what are the words? Well, yeah. What are the words? What are the pictures? What are the images? What problems are they, are they trying to time? solve? Right. What? Yep. Right. So we we are very successful at doing that. And like I said, we've got kind of our sweet spot is travel and tour and hospitality. But that just opens up so many other markets and so many other verticals that we've been able to spread out and do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you when when you take an engagement on my mm-hmm. my expectation is a part of what yo dog marketing is doing is you're helping them to understand what are those more subtle words that are powerful and can bring traffic to your site that maybe isn't the obvious easy answer absolutely and sometimes the words aren't even visible anymore 
They're in, what do you mean? They're, they're hidden behind the pictures. So you're, it's in the programming. So you're programming the words of what people are thinking oh when they're looking at your picture. God. Yeah. It just gets more and more yeah. complex, doesn't it, it? it? It's it's great, though, and I love, you know, people get upset with uh, Google and the other major browsers for algorithm changes and adjustments, but um, they keep companies honest, and they keep integrity and real good companies that do it. You don't see too many agencies opening up like you did. We're building websites and garages anymore okay. because Google holds you accountable to expert testimony, to expert writing. Uh, and that's what they want. They want their user, who is the person who goes to Google, to have a seamless experience to find what they want. From what I've read, it sounds like to me Google, with the, the continuing refinement of their algorithms, are actually having a higher expectation that there's relevant content on the site and that people find it valuable based on their patterns with your site. For me, it seems like they finally have, they're getting closer to actually your website is what you pretend it's supposed to be. Yes, Absolutely. Which isn't a, I don't think that's a and bad thing. I it, think that's a good thing. It is. And you know what? If you do it right and you, you manage your client's site and social media with integrity, Google rewards you with that. Right. You don't have to pay for that. It used to be that we were the clients of Google paying for keywords. Now they're rewarding us and shifting us away from keywords because what they really want is they don't want someone to go from Google to Bing or Yahoo. <laughs> Google wants to keep them. <laughs> Right? So that makes sense. They're saying, hey, that way, right? you, they your agency on. writes great content. So okay. we're going to start something called schema.org, which is like your signature on the back of a website. It okay. shows that you're an expert and that you've done X amount of websites. You've done this kind of marketing. You've had this type of success. And so as you train and keep your talent and your staff, they become experts. Google recognizes that and gives you indexing privileges. Well, see, because to me, as you explained it, it reinforces in my mind, if you take the offline, the online experience and turn it into an offline experience, yep. instead of visiting your website, if I visit your shop and your shop sounds really great until I get there and then it's a bunch of people who don't know anything, right? I'm disappointed. But if I visit your shop and you're knowledgeable yeah. and content rich and your salespeople are knowledgeable, then I'm going to come back there. That's sort of what's happening online, right? Absolutely. Can can you imagine if you and your family bought a ski in and ski out resort because when you pulled up the website you saw the mountains and the chairlifts right behind it and then discovered it was Photoshop? Yes. That's Google's responsibility. That's a bad that's a bad site to be wow. putting up in front of folks. So So we have about three or four minutes left. Yeah. Um, what specific um, answers or problems are you helping your clients with at Yo Dog Marketing? In other words, what benefits or changes have you seen in the in the marketplace in, with technology, with your clients? I'm just wondering, you, you've given us a lot of, in a short amount of time, you've given me a lot to think about here, and I, I just wonder if you can, because you're talking to CEOs and business owners across the country, hopefully, right. and certainly here in Southern California. So I'm just wondering... Well, you know, through utilizing YoDog marketing, what benefits or changes do your clients see in their business? Well, we don't keep clients if we can't prove that we're driving top line revenue. That's, That's the bottom a line. hell of a yeah, yeah on a pretty frequent That's, basis too, if, right? If we're not losing sleep when our clients aren't succeeding, then we're not doing our job. And that's kind of what separates us from the very, very large companies is uh, they have the technology, they have the Harvard MBAs, they have some really smart uh, people. But at the end of the day, if they don't become an extension of your business and they don't become an accent to your sales team and lose sleep at night, then you need to look for another agency because they're out there. Because you really have to understand your client's business to be able to help them. You're not a superficial application of a, nope. of a solution. Huh? You have to get deep into the business. And, and like. that, you know, I, I know we've just got another minute or so, but I'll tell you, that's what Yodog separates himself for because we've got more than 75 years of business-savvy experience between myself, my COO, and my vice president of client services. 75 years worth of business success entrepreneurial experience backed up by some of the smartest, youngest millennials in the world. That's a good combination. And we have that team genius approach. We take the left brain, we take the right brain, we collaborate on everything, we bring these young kids together with us old business guys. <laughs> Listen um, to you. <laughs> and we take, we take the baby boomers and we match them up with the millennials and we can't be beat. Wow. So if someone wants to learn more about your firm, how do they find you, Doug? Uh, we would love to have you go to our website. It's very simple, yodogmarketing.com. Um, and obviously, you can find us on any social channel. So, Yodog Marketing Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and we support uh, about seven major channels. But start at the website or start at our social pages, engage. Oftentimes, you know, we're kind of like the cobblers whose kids don't have shoes because we're out there right. <laughs> working with everybody else. But we try hard to uh -huh. live by what we preach and okay. uh, stay up and collaborate and communicate, entertain, 
So maybe you can come back on next year and we can talk about the latest trends in this area of digital marketing. Would you be open for that, I would love that, and I'll tell you there's going to be some new things to talk about. I would hope (laughs) so. always is. All right. Well, John Elston, who is founder and CEO of YoDog Marketing, thanks for being a friend of the program. Thank you. I love it. Really appreciate sharing just a little bit about what you're doing and what you know in this area. Thank you. Love your book, too. Thank you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short commercial break, and then when we come back, our second set of guests are coming in, and we're going to talk about Casino for Canines and Felines, a part of our nonprofit commitment that we have here on Critical Mass Radio Show. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Wow. Marketing predictions are out for 2015 and marketing success is changing. Did you know that Google is now actively tracking your business and personal brand and online reputation? Online and offline marketing has changed. Google is driving more than 85% of your traffic. And if your brand is inconsistent or has poor mobile usability, your rankings and traffic can suffer in 2015. To learn how your business is currently viewed and what can be done to improve your brand's visibility and authority, contact SunUp Group for a free marketing analysis. It could be a business game changer. Visit www.sunupgroup.com today. Or call 877-609-3840, extension 700. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Math for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Successfully navigating the changing world of public relations and digital marketing requires an experienced, tenacious, yet gracious team. In business for more than 20 years, Orange County-based and Company delivers big agency results with personalized service. For more information, call us at 714-536-8407 or visit us online at tnco.me. Today's businesses are embracing voice over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel management software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and unified communications technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800-833-8663 for information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications. And welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. We have two guests in the studio here, Fabi Combs, who you may remember, who's been on the show before. She's MC for Casino and Canines and Felines. And Joe Fleischon, who is president and CFO of Animal Donation Advocate Incorporated. Welcome to the show, Fabi and Joe. It's Thank good you. to have you here. Joe, um, can you tell me a little bit about Donate to Save a Pet? Yes, uh, Donate to Serve Paid, we basically have three missions in our organization. is to help people with low financial means, with veterinarian bills, mm. and to part with other nonprofit organizations and help them uh, with veterinarian bills when they rescue unwanted, abused, and neglected animals. In addition, we help them to then find loving home, forever loving home, so they can um, complete the circle. This is a pretty large problem, uh, pets that are unwanted or that um, get put out of the homes. It, it, it's, 
it's almost shocking, frankly, how frequently that happens. And I know during the recession it was even worse, but it's still a pretty large problem. Do you service Southern California? What's your service area? We we service everywhere, but primarily uh, Southern California. We uh-huh. go as far as Temecula. Okay. We help people in uh, Marino Valley. We help people in uh, the uh, Crestline and... Uh, Oh, and San Bernardino, Riverside area, not necessarily just Santa Ana and this area, but all over the Southern California. And, and how long if, has Donate to Save a Pet been around in existence? We started in, in 2008. Okay. And uh, since then, um, we have grown, and we are still looking to grow. We do not try to compete with large uh, nonprofit organizations. We more focus on helping the community rather than the whole world. And, and are local veterinarians involved with you? I mean, are they, I mean how does that work? Yes, we team up with uh, over 25 uh, veterinarian clinics from all the way from uh, from San Diego all the way to almost Las Vegas to uh, wow. Victorville. Okay. Victorville. And so there are veterinarians across that territory that, yes. that work with your organization. Now, I also understand you do some things to help in U.S. and Mexico with spaying yeah. and neutering. The third uh, mission we have is to support spay and neuter in U- U.S. and in Mexico. That seems like such a smart idea, right, for people to yes. do that with their pets. It, I don't understand... Why people don't do that for their pets? I mean, I think that simple act could really make a big difference in how many unwanted animals there are. Correct. And in addition, the suffering that the animal goes without having homes, right, and just running on the street, right. Are uh, you? You must be a pet lover, then, Joe. I, I mean, am. You, you, uh, you, you, what's your backstory here? You got tell like a, your menagerie. You got, yeah, you got like a farm I somewhere have, here. I have seven cats. Oh my god! Five dogs. Oh my god! One parrot, and then the last thing is my wife. Uh-huh, not in that order, right? <laughs> no, parrots live a long time, don't they? Do yes. people realize how long parrots uh, can live? Over uh, 90 years. My goodness! So you almost have to have a long-term Sorry, care no. plan for your parrot, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Right. In Orange County, there are some wild parrots. Uh, matter of fact, the same parrots that I have, the, I see them flying over my property over in, in pairs. They're very pear-like animals. Uh-huh. They they stay together. They mate for life? Yeah, mate Monogamous, for life, yes. huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, uh, for, I've, in full disclosure, I have two cats and two dogs, and each of my children have their own pets, so we are a pet family as well. And I try to get my animals from the shelter, right? Yes. And uh, it is amazing to me. Uh, how much affection they give back when you give it to them. And it's sad to think, as you said, animals are on the street, really, without a home and without any kind of safety net. My philosophy that animals give us more than what we give them. Mm. That's powerful. Is that why you have so many? Yes. Yes. Joe has an interesting story, too, about how all this came about. Yeah, what is that, Joe? Um, I grew up. I grew up on a kibbutz in Israel. Mm. Uh, I was born on a kibbutz in Israel till the age of 16 when I came to the United States. So I always, uh, the kibbutz is, a, uh, for most people who don't know what it is, it's a farming community yeah. for the production of fruit and vegetables and animals for consumption. But in addition, we have our own pets and our own animals that we as kids learn to take care of. And when I came to the state, and uh, after many years of graduating from college and establishing my business, I uh, saw all the suffering that we have in the, st- in the state with the um, animal, specifically the one that are used to fight and for bedding and, uh, and for uh, puppy mills, you know, puppy mills, not puppy mills, puppy mills. And so um, I decided that my mission in life is to help the animals because there's nobody to talk for them except us. Right. That's very powerful. My uh, my wife spent six months on a kibbutz uh, as a part of a after high school and before college kind of a time frame. Yeah. She speaks... This, no, but she speaks very highly of the experience. <laughs> yes, you... Uh, she, uh, it, it, was a, it, was a, it was something that has resonated with her ever since. 
the communal living and the shared values and the safety and the way that people look out for each other and very powerful concepts. All right. So uh, we're going to take our commercial break because when we come back, I want to get Fabi into this conversation because I know there's an event coming up, which we talked, which I said in the beginning is Casino for Canines and Felines. I'm excited, Fabi, as you're the MC of that, to learn a little bit more about that. So, Polly, why don't we take an early break here on Critical Mass Radio Show and we'll be back with Fabi and Joe after these words from our commercial sponsors. Let's face it, not all company challenges are the same which is why strategic market intelligence can help identify the actionable information you need to be more competitive. Gain a better understanding of your brand, competition, best prospects, or new product opportunities to generate greater revenues in 2015. Call 949-357-9547 or visit www.strategicmarketintelligence.com. Are you ready to tap into the power of social media to promote your business? It's easy to get social with Turn Up the Volume, the award-winning social media marketing professionals who know how to get results. Drive web traffic, boost sales, get social today. Visit www.turnupthevolume.com. That's turnupthevolume.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. If you would like to listen to our shows on iTunes, you can subscribe on iTunes or whatever your favorite podcasting software is. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show. We are on a number of the most popular podcasting software, so you can get these shows automatically pushed to you after we uh, conclude them, and we would love for you to do that. If you want to follow me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Rick Franzi. CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle, and uh, you can find us on YouTube as well under Richard Franzi. Joe Fleischan and Fabi Combs are here. We're talking about the... um, Joe's the president and CFO of Animal Donation Advocate Incorporated. And Fabi, among other things, is now the MC for Casino for Canines and Felines. So this event is upcoming. So, Fabi, welcome back to the show. Tell us a little bit about this exciting event. Well, Rick, I am excited because I'm a dog lover myself. Uh, my husband and I have two dogs, and I've kind of grown up with dogs all my life. And uh, and they're just precious. They're, they have unconditional love. So this event is really warm to my heart. It's a casino for canines, as you said, in felines, and it'll be on Sunday, October the 25th, from 1 to 5. This is a really fun event that's being held this year at the Embassy Suites on Dyer Road and the 55 Freeway in Santa Ana. Tickets can be purchased online at donate to donatetosaveapet.org or at the door, or you can mail a check to ADA Animal Advocates, 1801 East Park Court, Suite D100, Santa Ana, California, 92701. Some of the things that your ticket includes for $75, it's really a bargain. You get casino games, so you'll have opportunity prizes uh, depending on how much you win. Uh, Live, a fabulous variety name entertainment. We have some really special entertainment this year that I'm excited about. These ladies are awesome, and you're going to really enjoy seeing what they do. They all have something a little unique to bring to this event. There's a silent and live auction with many great gifts. There's a live pet adoptions, the food and drinks, and parking, massage and photo booth, and fun for all. And you've got to come and meet our mascot, Rusty. He's the mascot this year, so you've got to come and say howdy to Rusty. He's the lovable little uh, Jack Russell that mm. loves to have you pet him. <laughs> Beautiful. And, and by the way, Rick, uh, we have uh, two complimentary tickets for you and oh. your wife to attend. Ah, thank you and very much. And we certainly would like you to be there yeah. and uh, enjoy on the, on the festivities. Yeah. And we also have some nice little shirts here. You can, you can read it to your audience there. 
It's the back of the shirt says, uh, Looking for love, adopt a pet. I'm available. I do tricks for treats. Yes. <laughs> so we have those shirts for you and your crew. And, uh, and also, those who purchase their tickets prior to September 30th will receive $300 in gaming money. And those who purchase their tickets after September 30th to October 15th will receive $100 in gaming money. The reason for the casino event uh, that we uh, inaugurated last year was born from so many people requ- uh, requesting casino parties and so many wanting to help our lovable fairy uh, friends. In addition, we wanted to, to um, the donors to meet and to get to know the, va- the wonderful people and organization that we part with and help our loving pets. So this is the second annual event. Okay. So um, what can someone expect when they're attending the event? I mean, it sounds like a fun casino night. I sort of have an idea of what that is. (laughs) It's going to be great. What what what's going to? I mean, uh, uh, live entertainment. Yeah, the live entertainment. I'm a little bit worried about the adopt a pet thing though, because I get a sucker for that. Is there alcohol at this event? Is there going to be alcohol served here? (laughs) Yes. Oh well, that could be a problem then. Just just bring a big van. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) I can tell you that last year the people that adopted the pets uh, had nothing but good thing to talk about their experiences. Oh, I'm sure. So, I'm sure there's and, nothing better than and, giving a pet a home. And five, five pets found beautiful homes. Oh, good. So that good. was the key. I like Joe's comment, too. He calls it the, he wants to put these four-legged friends of ours into forever loving homes. Okay. Not just into a home, oh, but a forever, forever home. Loving, yeah. Right. You know? Right. It is, it, you've got to be able to make that commitment. Yes. Right? Absolutely. To, yes. For the life of the pet. Bet. Not just until you're tired of it or it's not a puppy anymore or something. Mm-hmm. So where do the, wh- what are the proceeds used for? All the proceeds that we have after our expenses will be used, already allocated for veterinarian care uh, primarily and to the spay and neuter. Mm-hmm. And then to find a loving home for the pets. And, and you have volunteers that work this event yes. as well? Yes. So, so uh, if someone's interested in volunteering, they, they can Absolutely. get in touch with you as well? Yes, and, and call us at... Uh, Seven one four nine seven three nine two eight eight. So you're a full fledged nonprofit. Yes. Okay. Five hundred one C three. So this is all tax deductible. Yes. Right. And you're doing some good work for the animals. Yeah, have you found a lot of animal lovers here in Orange County, Joe? A lot. Yes. Right. Well, we're also going to have a pet adoption day on September twenty seventh. Oh, really? At Pepper Tree Park. In San, in Tustin on uh-huh. uh, First Street and B Street, and where do you find the pets? Where do the pets come we from? We have the- plenty of pets. <laughs> do you? Do <laughs> yeah. you? And it's going to be involving three organizations: Fortune Friends of Orange County, Homeless Pets, uh, Animal Donation Advocate, and Save a Small Dog. Uh, rescue. These are all other agents that are agencies that are focused on helping pets, pets. and they're bringing the pets yes. to your and you're sponsoring the event. Yes, those are the organization that we partner with. Okay. For instance, if they rescue a dog and they give me a call and they say we need fun, Fortune. About a month ago, I spent about seventeen hundred dollars on re- on a dog that they rescue, and it needed some s- special operation. Do you find that many of the dogs that are rescue dogs need some type of medical attention? Yes, but not so much uh, major uh, medical, but uh, the regular checkups, the vaccination, right, and maybe. the spay noodle. Right, yeah, because they, they haven't been cared for, right? Yes. Yeah, and they probably haven't been eating right, so they probably need a little bit of nourishment, too, Yeah, and certainly cleaned up. I saw a video a while ago of a of a dog that was in a shelter that was in a high-kill zone in L.A., and a mobile groomer came and took this really scrungy looking dog and trimmed her up and she was a beautiful dog underneath absolutely and two days later she was adopted <laughs> right i have many pictures like that in my office running continuously mm. as a show so right rick i want to go back to the 501-c3 because uh, this is really important for the listeners out there to understand that none of the volunteers including the board of directors receive any compensation whatsoever 
all 100% are volunteers, and they receive no compensation for okay. what they do. So okay. it's really an act of love. It's a, it's a heartfelt mission. So are you looking for more people for your board? I mean, sometimes when nonprofits yes. come in, they yeah. say, oh, sure, we, have yeah. a couple, we could have a couple more yes. openings. If yes. someone really wanted to get involved in the charity, being on the board the could be a significant, sure. uh, yes. make a difference. So let's talk about your uh, particular experience, maybe a key lesson you've learned through your experience that helps you lead your organization today. The, the most important thing is to see the smile of the people after we help them. And, uh, and they can't thank us enough, and they don't understand where we came from. Um, example, I had um, a dog that uh, in Palmdale that uh, was um, ended up at the Palmdale uh, shelter. And uh, through the chip, they were able to locate the owner. And when they called the owner and he went to pick the dog, uh, he was asked to pay $301, which he didn't have because he just lost his job. And normally we don't pay without an invoice. Uh This time, because I know the case and I know the person that called me, I said, no, we will help him get his dog out. So I ran to Chase and transfer money to his Chase bank account. And he was able to get his dog. He sent me a picture afterwards with the hairdo of the dog, and it's a fantastic. That, that's what everything. Right. Nothing replaced that. Beautiful. Uh, on the same day, I had another call at the Orange County shelter. They won't give the dog to this uh, mother and son. The son was going to Afghanistan on Monday morning, and uh, they came to pick up the dog, and they wanted 214. The mom didn't have it, so I got the call. I ran to my office, pick up a check went to the Orange County uh, shelter and uh, wrote a check, and the girl says, no, we cannot accept your check because your name is not on the check. I said, well, today I'm the treasury, tomorrow somebody else. I can't keep changing name on the check. So I turned to my wife and I said, write the check. So my wife wrote the check for $214. I go to the window and I show her the check, and she said, this is a good check. I said, but you don't know if it's good. <laughs> it's a check with my name on it, but <laughs> so anyway, they took the check. You should have seen the face on both the son and the mom, sure, and how happy they were. That that's there is no money. There's nothing can replace that feeling that we had that day, both my wife and I. Right. So tell me about your guiding principle, then. I mean, you you're doing this for a very deep reason. I can tell. Yes, uh, our guiding principle is of, always to be truthful and to make sure that our fiduciary responsibility to donor is in place. In other words, if a, if a donor says spend the money on German Shepherd only, we, okay. will, we will spend it on German Shepherd. If they tell us to spend it on, on a pit bull, we will spend it on pit bull. Whatever they tell us, we follow. Are you seeing any preponderance of any kind of breed that is more abandoned than another, or is it pretty much every, every kind of dog is... No, the, pit, the, the pit bulls are the worst because, uh, first of all, once we find them, it's very difficult to place them because most of the people they come to pick them up, pick them up, pick them up for the wrong reason. They don't want to give them a loving home. They want them to be another killer oh, or God. something. So that's the experience we had with pit bull. Other than that, most of the other breeds are uh, basically equal. So talk to me about your focus. Uh, basically, our focus is to help the community. We're not trying to uh, compete with the big organization like the NSPA. Uh, we try to work with our communities, with, our, with the people within the community to make the better community and to make sure that their families are together and find nice happiness with their animals. Is, are, are cats or dogs one more abandoned and two harder to place? You know what I mean? I mean the cats are harder to place because there are so many of them and they multiply very very fast Mm. so we are trying to really push for their uh, spay and noodle Uh, animal uh, dogs are a lot easier to place when they are puppies once they get over a year old it's a lot harder to place them Mm -hmm. do you see many purebred dogs or i mean no just not, not in particularly. All, all kind of dogs. Any kind of dog you... Yeah. yeah. Big dogs, small dogs. They're full of pure love. That's what we look for. Right. Pure love. Right. But you, you'll help any dog that needs... That you that people contact you and say, I have a pet and I need some veterinary care, yes. right? Yes. Yes. And we pay directly to the veterinarians. Uh-huh. We don't pay... We don't send a check to them because we already found a few fraudulent 
requests. Oh, that, and that, that's unfortunate. That's a little disappointing now, yes, isn't it? Very right? That's money that could be well spent. And some, yeah. It's usually the qualified families. They kind of try, try to most check of, it out. Most of the ones are the breeders, actually. I'm sorry? The breeders, they are the ones that we find out that are not truthful. Wow. Not all, of course, but no, some, no, that some. had a couple of them, yeah. The majority of them. So yeah. let's, let's talk, Joe, about any uh, you know, current challenge that might be facing the organization and, and uh, you know, kind of share with our audience a little bit about that challenge. Uh, our challenge is to find uh, serious businesses and to, to sponsor our program, to help us sponsor our programs because of the last few years with the downturn of the economy, uh, donations are hard to come by. Right. So we're open to team up with some company and businesses who would like to help us, um, you know, meet our, our challenges of uh, helping the animals. Well, you're talking to CEOs and business owners, and many of them are here in Southern California. So uh, I'm sure there's a good percentage of them that are pet lovers. This sounds – well, I, I love um, smaller-sized uh, nonprofits because – so much more of the money, as Fabi said earlier, everybody who works around this works as a volunteer. So all the money, or as much of the money as possible that's donated, goes right into action to help these animals, right? About 80% goes to help the animals. Uh, 20% goes to different administration. Um, even the office is free because I'm using my office. The telephones are free. We're using uh, my telephone and, and so on. But... Uh, there are fees that uh, we have to pay the state of California, and we have to pay the attorney general, and and but, but basically, uh, and we we spend money on the internet and and on the website and mm-hmm. all that. But other than that, all the money is spent on animals. That's beautiful. So tell me again, when is your casino night? On October twenty fifth, uh, two thousand and fifteen, from one to five at the Embassy Suites. On Dyer Road and the 55 Freeway, Santa Ana. And from 1 to 5. From 1 to 5. And, Fabi, if somebody wants to learn more about it or maybe buy the tickets, uh, where do the, how do they do that? Where do they go? Yes, they can either uh, go to donatetosaveapet.org, and you'll actually see the invitation on the site, and we have a little video also coming up. Or you can mail a check to uh, the address that I gave earlier. Uh, I'll give that to you again. 18. Yeah, 1801. East Park Court Place, D100, Santa Ana, California, 92701. Make sure you put on a memo, uh, Fundraising 2015. And you can also uh, buy them at the door, of course. The tickets are $75. And my last comment is, won't you out there that are listening help us help them? Very nice. Well... Joe, it was a pleasure to meet you. Fabi, it's, a, it's always a pleasure to have you back here in the studio. This is a eminently worthy cause, what you're doing. Um, it's it, it's important. Thank you for, you have a million other things you could be doing, but thank you for being a pet lover and, and focusing that into helping other pets find good homes and find health, good health. That's important work, what you're doing for God's creatures. So thank you. And Richard, thank, thank you for having us and allow the opportunity to let the world know what we are doing. I, I look forward to seeing Fabi MC this event. This is going to be okay. fun, man. I can't Sounds think of good. a better way to spend a Sunday afternoon <laughs> than right. watching her work. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show. I'd like to thank our advertisers for supporting the program. And they are Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, SNH Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, Tea and Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and UPS Protection. Until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 